we figured if we brought everyone out and, uh, you know, we got a team together that felt like American sports, like Legion of Los Angeles, you know, like LA Lakers, you know, yeah. just give someone something yeah. to like hold on to or be a fan of. Like if, you know, I could be a fan of Legion, my kid could grow up and be a fan of Legion. The, the name will never change. Right. So we just kind of mm. tried to take American sports and uh, put that towards cycling. Well, that was Corey Williams. Spoke to him last week. Legions of LA, a great podcast. G'day, everyone. Welcome to Talking Luft. Welcome to Life in the Peloton. This podcast is brought to you by our proud partner, Rafa. Now, you always hear me talking about Rafa and my experience with the company, working with them, talking about the kit. But now let's hear from a current pro what they really think about what it's like to work with Rafa. Hi guys, I'm uh, Julius van den Berg, a pro uh, rider for EF Education Easy Post. I've been wearing uh, Rafa since I joined this team actually, and uh, yeah, since then uh, it felt amazing from the start. Uh, the chamois is really good, uh, the the clothing line we get is is, is top notch. So um, yeah, I'm really happy with uh, with Rafa, and um, of course how it looks. It looks amazing. Every year they make a make a special kit, and uh, I love it. I've got a cracking episode coming up for you, of course, Talking Luff with Corey Williams. But I've also got some other exciting news. You may have seen a sneak peek on our Instagram. The news is out. We have a fresh new casquette for your collection because who really has enough caps at the end of the day? This is Talking Luft, and this cap is the Talking Luft Cap Edition, inspired by the best vintage caps out there. Also inspired by the original Life in the Peloton kit, it's loud, it's colourful. It's going to drop next week. And if you want to be sure to get your hands on one, make sure you sign up to our email list. Go to lifeinthepeloton.com and subscribe because you are going to get the download. This is a limited edition cap. There's only a few floating around and next week we're going to drop them on you. So guys, hang in for that. I'm loving it. I've got three caps now to our collection and you've got to have one. If you're a true fan of Life in the Peloton, you've got to have one of every cap. So guys, that's exciting. Right now, I've got the talking luft with you with Corey Williams. So sit back and enjoy. All right. Well, let's get the real podcast started now. This is Talking Luft and this is Corey Williams. So now when I was thinking about Talking Luft, Corey, if you don't know what it is, this is the DVDs extras. This is when we get the nitty gritty, the real questions. Um, and there's been three editions of this. I started off with just some simple questions. People seemed to like it. So I was like, oh, this is weird. So I kept it going. Then my good friend, Luke Durbridge, I like to sort of take the mickey out of him. So or try to. So I created a new one for him, 2.0. And since then, there's been 3.0, which is super funny. This is 2.0 because I figured... 2.0 is a bit more tailored to pros and I've com- I've mixed it up. I've put some stuff in there from the first one, from the second one. Um, actually, there's I think there's four anyway. Who knows? There's, there's, so this one is going to run with one, two, three, four, five topics, style uh-huh. and clothing, food, rituals, culture, and about you. And underneath of those, okay. there's some questions. Let's do it. You ready? Yep. All right, let's start with <laughs> let's start with caskets, capolinos, whatever you want to call them. 
the little mini cycling caps. What's oh. your What's your style, mate? I haven't actually seen you in a cycling cap. Um, in the in of the of course f- you have it because <laughs> I don't wear them. You never wear them. <laughs> No, no, they they seem to be a little bit too tight, and I I kind of don't like the look of them. So, if have you ever worn one in your time? I have never gone on a bike ride with a cycling cap on. So, what about if you wore it without a on the, out in the public, like a you know, like a hipster down the coffee shop, you know, making <laughs> brews with a cycling cap? Or you know, white man can't jump. That was he had a he had a cycling cap on Wesley Sykes the whole he had time. A cycling cap on. I, I can't get behind it. I, I'm like, literally, they they've made some for the team, and I put it on, and I'm like, these these are supposed to be cool. I remember like back in the old days, this is what people would race with. But I look in the mirror, and I'm just like, nah, I can't pull it off. Is it too tight? Sometimes, yeah. I mean, I, I honestly just don't like the look of it. Yeah, fair enough, mate. Well, you got to, from what I understand, you got to have a pinhead. Um, you know, there's a few guys out there who got the real <laughs> tiny head. And that's actually the yeah. best best head to ha- to wear the, the cap with the most luft. Do they not make uh, sizes? No, it's one size fit all. It's like a it's like a fifty nine fifty, but with, without problem. sizes. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's move to the next question. Arm warmers. Do you have them over your sleeves or under your sleeves? Always under. I don't know why, but always under. Do you wear them over? Well, how, when you pull your arm warmers down in a race and it gets cold, how are you pulling them back up? Are you rolling your sleeves up uh, in the race, tucking your arm warmer under, and then rolling your sleeve back down? I'm the type of guy that if I start with arm warmers on, I'm leaving them on. I don't, I don't care. No way. Like, I don't take, what happens if you get hot? I don't take the sun comes off. out. The sun comes out and it goes up like 15 Mitch, degrees. I, ra- I race for an hour and a half. <laughs> the weather is not going to change that drastically. Oh, you've weaseled out of the first two questions. All right. <laughs> gloves or no gloves? That's a good question. I, I usually like the feel of not having gloves on, but sometimes in these crits, if I have gloves on, you know I'm ready to go to war. So you potentially like, will I'm, do... I'm really... Yeah, you'll potentially do some races without gloves. Yeah, mostly I race without gloves. Wow. Did not expect that in the crits. Yeah. Well, you know, when you have, you know, six guys, seven guys in front of you, and sometimes I only see like 10 other riders. <laughs> like literally, we get to the front, I'm not worried about, you know, I'm not even going to say that. I mean, knock on wood, actually. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> if if you do see the gloves on, though, it's like boxing. Gloves oh, it's on, war. But it's the opposite. Yeah. You know, gloves off is, you know, the normal thing you say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. When you do get leg warmers on, do you wear the socks over the leg warmers or under? <laughs> I don't know if you going to like this answer. I wear them under. Good one. Yeah, no, the, that's it. You got to have the nice socks. You got to have them under. Yeah, that's the style, mate. Yeah. Don't have them over. That's like- But how do you take them off then when you race? Oh, that's right. You got to have them under. Well, Luke Durbridge has them over. He he will claim that he doesn't, but I've caught him. I caught him a few times. <laughs> All right. You'll go- catch me if I'm running late. If I'm running late, then I have no time to stuff them under. I'm just like on. And usually when people see me, they're like, oh, you're running late today, huh? Yeah, but like, yeah. I'll get dressed the other way. I'll wear, I'll put my socks on before I put my. So my order of dress would be naked, heart mm-hmm. rate strap, socks, <laughs> leg warmers. Then nicks, nicks are the last thing that go on practically. Yeah, I agree. So there you go. All right, glasses over or under the helmet strap. Over. I don't even know why, but people always complain to me. They're like, "Oh, if you crash, then no, no, there's, I'm, I there's never no really, other option yeah. to that." Yeah. Why would you have it under? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. People do it. Race. 
Do you like to wear a race suit or Nixon jersey? Oh, always race suit. Wow. Uh, I like to go fast. Yeah, is I know it's a little bit more uncomfortable, but you know, I would rather be going really fast or making less effort than uh, being comfortable. What about training? Oh, always jersey and bibs. Yeah. I, you can't catch me in a, in a in a race suit for training. Okay, let's move on to food. Pasta or rice? Uh, I will go rice. Easy. Before a race, will you have a normal breakfast or will you do like a pre-race breakfast, which is sort of like eating dinner at breakfast time, like eating rice and pasta in the morning? What? For me, you know, a lot of our races start at 8 o'clock at night, 7 or 8 o'clock at night. I would eat breakfast for every single meal before the race. Wow. Only breakfast before races. What, what will yeah. you have then? Do you change the breakfast? Uh, do you do like a do you do like a like a degustation of breakfasts throughout the whole day? You start with you know pancakes, move on to cereal, and then finish with like bacon and eggs at night. Uh, I mean, sorta. I, I would usually do like pancakes and uh, eggs in the morning, and then uh, French toast later in the day, and then before the race, I'll have like a scone or or something like that, something that's not too heavy. Right, it's brilliant. I did not expect that. That's great. Favorite race food? When you do have to do a road race, um, what's mm-hmm. that favorite bit of race food that you have in your pocket? I can't imagine a crit you need to eat more than maybe one gel, but that's probably it. Yeah. I mean, for, for me, when I'm doing road races, I'm PB&Js all day, man. PB&Js oh, yeah. and some SIS gels. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. yeah nice. I've been eating them my whole life. <laughs> when you go out riding, are you a coffee stop guy? Of course. I mean... So, okay, well, I won't say of course, because if I'm riding by myself, then no. Like, really? It's strictly strictly training, like getting getting it done. But if I'm in a group, for sure, we're stopping at a coffee shop. What do you get when you stop at the coffee shop? You know, are you like a sweet sort of guy or are you more like a savory guy? Get me, you know, a sandwich or something. In the off season, it's uh, vanilla lattes. During the season, it's cappuccinos. Ooh, and what about food-wise? Any food? It all depends. If I'm too heavy, then no food. Wow. <laughs> if I'm not, uh, coffee cakes are my thing. Yeah, okay. So, you just sort of semi-answered this. Are you espresso or a filter man? Espresso. Yeah. All right. When you're not trying to lose weight, when you're happy with yourself, when you've done that race that you're really happy with, you're in a good spot, what's that cheap meal you go for? You know what? Corey, you deserve this today, mate. Go and treat yourself. Bacon cheeseburgers and Ooh. fries. It's my favorite. Any specific place or just anywhere? Uh, I mean, you know, Five Guys is. Have, have you ever had Five Guys? I haven't, but I'm aware of it. It's a burger joint. It's yeah. so good. It's like I remember uh, growing up when I was uh, just getting into. Well, not just getting into racing, but just starting to go to like the pro level races, the pro level crits. I got dropped like a bad habit in one of these races, and me and my teammate rode straight to Five Guys. <laughs> the race wasn't even over yet. It was straight to Five Guys, burger and shake had to eat off that disappointment <laughs> completely opposite to the, the way i presented exactly. the exactly yeah <laughs> all right all right let's move to rituals crosswinds or mountains mate crosswinds uh for me you know i pride myself on having very good knowledge of bike racing so i feel like in crosswinds you have to have knowledge in, in order to place yourself where you need to be mm. a lot of the times mountains are just brute strength and you know you get over it because you're really strong you don't think you're that strong? I would, I would say you're pretty damn strong. Oh, uh, no, I, I feel like I'm, I'm fine. But you know, my whole thing is the mental aspect of cycling. You yes. know, those mountains is just like put your head down and suffer. Yeah, true. Training or racing? Racing. 
all day. I like the aspect of uh, getting better. So I mm. love training, but racing is just a, another level. You know, you can get, yeah, you can get power out of yourself that you can't get out in training, you know? Your best and worst roommate. Um, some guys struggle to throw someone Ooh. under the bus here, but, you know, I eventually oh, no. squeeze it out of them. <laughs> uh, for me, who's my worst roommate? <laughs> Go there straight for guy. worst first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy, this guy, his name is uh, Corey Lockwood, actually. He had the worst part ever. <laughs> dude. Like, it, it seemed like something died, and I was like, come on, bro. I can't room with you anymore. <laughs> but... That, that's the only thing. I had pretty good roommates, you know, throughout the whole time. But, you know, stinky guys are not my favorite. Who's your, who's your, then, uh, who's your best? Is it your, Do you like rooming with your brother or? No, 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 I can't room with my brother. My brother's always late, man. Yeah. And, and, you know, you don't, you're not supposed to leave roommates behind. So I, I just stay away from him. Yeah, okay. But uh, my favorite roommate is uh, Freddie Ovet. He's This guy is always joking. You know, the Aussie guys are, they always got the jokes. Yeah, nice. I like that. How do you pass the salt at the dinner table? Slide it across. Oh, you don't care? Yeah, slide it across the table. No. no. Slide, it, slide it right across. And you don't matter if it just hits something and falls over? <laughs> well, that's the challenge, man. You, you, you got to try to make sure it doesn't fall over. Do you have any superstitions? Uh, no, not really. Clearly not with the whole salt, salt slide. I can tell yeah. you what, in <laughs> Europe, you would be stay away from that guy. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> spilling salt let's talk about culture then favorite rider of all time mark cavendish favorite rider right now man i'm pulling i always pull for peter sagan man Mm. he's he's the guy that i I love to watch he's been uh struggling as as of late but you know i always like it's Sagan. yeah well you could have said cav still i guess he's still down and he's still pretty damn good now oh yeah i mean the his tour de france was ridiculous yeah. Do you think he'll ride the tour this year? Man, you know, Fabio is looking is looking good. I hope he rides the tour, man. You know, for me, I'm I'm waiting for Phil, you know, Phil to be on the, the commentary and I'm waiting for Mark Cavendish to win some sprints. So hopefully we get him back. Best moment in a race. For you, that moment where you go, Oh, I love this bit. It could be the start when you all clip in, it could be that last few laps. What's the best moment for mm-hmm. you? You're like, I just love this bit of the race. Uh, probably the last lap. Or, yeah. you know, well, that would be like the last K. Uh, yeah. For me, it's just like everything I've ever worked for. And, and I know like now is my time to do my job. Yeah, nice. I do love that bit because you just, you're so focused on what you can do. And people say, oh, how was the crowd? How was that last quarter? And you're like, I didn't even know what you're talking you're about. It's locked in. Yeah. yeah, you're just locked in. And it's just like your, your mind is just getting to that finish line. Yeah, nice. Worst moment in a race? Uh, it's... Probably when you know you look around the corner and you can see where the climb is going. You just you just see where you where you're going and you're just like you just know it's going to be bad. That is such a good call. Yeah, it's just like it's one of those false tops as well. You're like, I think that's it, yep. and you come around the corner, you're just like, oh, I haven't even barely started this thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know the computers are getting so good now that it tell it will tell you where you are in the climb. I love that feature. Yeah, yes and no. Like there is a feature also on Garmin yeah. <laughs> where it gives you the climbs of the day, like how many you've done. And sometimes it yeah, just counts like, like- eight of 22. Yeah, and you're like, you've looked at the profile and it wasn't even supposed to have any climbs that day. You're like, what the hell is yeah. going on? Because like some of them are like half a K long, but it still mentally cracks you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, 
Favorite kid of all time um, and also team. It could Ooh. be the combination. could be like, you know, I just loved mm-hmm. that team, that kit, that whole thing was together. Or you could go, I loved how that team looked. The kit was awesome, but I really didn't rate that team. And I also love that team, mm-hmm. but didn't rate their kit. That That's that's a hard one then. I think uh, trying to think back. What about rock racing? Who's the kit? Yeah, I mean, Rock Racing was was really cool, but it was kind of busy for me. Yeah, I actually, I love that team. I the thought, actual roster you know, was, was pretty sick. Up, yeah, when I was growing up, man, I thought that's where I was going. I was like, oh, man, you know, I'm going to be on this team. They had like Chippo? The, the Bentleys. They had Chippo. Actually, uh, Chippo's uh, zebra suit was probably one yeah, of my favorite good things. Good call, so. yeah. Yeah, I think people, I see people in Santa Monica still riding around in that. I love that. And then when he wore the, the tiger suit, the full-length tiger suit yeah. when he did the time trial. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, he, he was a savage, man. Hey, the muscle man. We could keep going. Man, he had the best suits. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Call. How did he get away with these things? I mean, he did get away with it, but like, how did he get away with like showing up on the start line with that? Well, I think one year, I know, remember in the tour when he wore the US because it was um, Independence Day, he wore the yeah, US stuff. They copped mm-hmm. heaps of fines for that. And then- I remember one year in the Giro, he had the full length suit and they pulled some rule where, I don't even know how they pulled this. You weren't allowed to wear full length um, head to toe covered in lycra for a yeah. time trial. So it was, there's this guys yeah. on the line, you might remember it. They, his mechanics are cutting it, yeah. the, le- the legs off. Yeah. That's epic. Yeah. Um, what have I got here? Cobbles or gravel? What would you prefer? Uh, cobbles. Uh, I, I grew up watching. Roubaix, Flanders, those are some of my favorite races to watch. I, w- I would definitely love to get over there and uh, get on some of those for sure. All right, the last topic here about you, um, headphones or no headphones when you go out training? Uh, for me, headphones, I think a lot of the times you are actually going to work and you're not going to just ride around. You know, So I feel like a lot of the times you're so focused on the the kind of training that you have to do it's like when you go to the gym you know you mm. put your music on and you do your workouts i feel like for me it's me going out and doing my workouts so headphones and then you've sort of said it what do you have playing in there is it is it music do you have podcasts is it heavy sort of music is it just what you're mm-hmm. feeling at the time a lot of the times is what i'm feeling some sometimes i'm like a crazy person and i go out and i put the music on on shuffle so it could be <laughs> it'd be anywhere from like rock to rap to r&b all over the place so i'm like i'm just that's when i'm in a good mood you know i'm just going for everything you remember those ipod shuffles where you know the, the little mini square yeah. ones where you had all your music on there and it was literally like that it was just like because now for yeah. me i listen to you Spotify. Had no choice. it's very difficult to yeah. get that full range of shuffle but on the ipad ipad uh ipod shuffles it was that it was mm-hmm. like literally a mix yeah. of a thousand songs that's funny i just literally watched a video about the shuffle of how crazy it was that you literally couldn't pick what song you wanted to listen to and like how crazy is that <laughs> and annoying people just dealt exactly. with it exactly <laughs> exactly uh, when you go away on races or maybe at home um do you read books or do you watch netflix a lot of the times i'm actually just hanging out with my teammates like i really enjoy hanging out with because they're my friends right mm. so like well a lot of the times we're just down in the lobby all of us together just hanging out so we don't really have time to watch anything yeah nice like, we're literally just hanging out all the time. We go shoe shopping. We go to the mall. We get ice cream. Like, 
this team, we're, we're just out doing things like back in the old days where, you know, you didn't have TV and you had to go outside and hang out with your friends. Wow, that's awesome. That's even better than those two answers. Um, yeah. BWS, beer, wine or spirits? Uh, I don't, I don't really, I don't really drink, man. But uh, my my fiance got me into wine, and wine is 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 great for me. I love it. Nice. All right then. CCC, cake, cheese or chocolate? Ooh, between uh, it'll be between cake and chocolate. I love a good chocolate. I think I'll I'll go chocolate. Chocolate for sure. Favorite cross training exercise, if there is one. Uh, for me, it's playing basketball, man. Nice. That that's my that's my cross workout. I like. It's funny because we can't. Well, we don't. We can't not play, but we don't play basketball during the season, obviously for obvious reasons. But man, you just work out muscles that you didn't even know you had. You just come home so sore. It's ridiculous. All right, you're gonna have one of these. It's a war story. There's gonna be one of those days where you're just like, oh, that day. Think about oh. it. Yeah, there you go. You've already got it. Tell me, mate. What yeah, was that I day? Got it. It was, I was about 15 years old. I'm in like Nevada, Las Vegas, or I was in Las Vegas. It was somewhere in Nevada. And we're doing this like this hot dog loop of a lap in a road race. I think the road race is maybe 50 miles. I flat in the group. There's a breakaway with the follow car. I flat. I want to race the crit tomorrow. So I keep riding. I have to wait for the car to come all the way back around the loop to give me a wheel. And now I'm pissed because I waited forever. <laughs> it starts raining and it gets super cold. And mind you, I'm 15 years old. I'm in the middle of nowhere trying to like finish this race. And I'm like literally just out there pissed at everyone for leaving me out. There's no follow cars, no nothing. I'm just by myself in the freezing cold, no arm warmers, just jersey and bibs. And my only thought was, I'm literally going to kill these people tomorrow. Like, <laughs> I'm attacking off the line. <laughs> and that's what I did. But yeah, that was like probably the worst day out on the bike. What did you do? Did you still finish the race then? Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I had to get to the finish line because it was going to be a rough day for everyone tomorrow. <laughs> oh, God. Lastly, mate, what is the best thing for you about riding a bike? What's the one thing you just that keeps you going out every day? You're like, oh, I can't, you know, I love this. For me, it's it's getting cycling is, is so special because it doesn't it don't matter how good you are, you know you're always gonna suffer. So for me, constantly improving myself is is kind of what keeps me going, and also just the freedom of being out, turning wherever you want to turn, and and just enjoying life. I think is just what cycling brings to you. That's awesome, mate. Well, thank you. You've you've navigated your way through a big talking loft very well. Great to chat to you, mate, and I would love to be able to share a nice glass of wine with you at some point, but I don't know when that'll be. Hopefully, hopefully. And good luck coming up, expecting. So uh, exciting times ahead. Yeah, yeah, thank you, man. That's going to be harder than anything I've done, so I'm ready for that. There we go, guys. As always, a little bit of fun. Talking Luft. Like I said, next week, the Talking Luft cap, the official Life in the Peloton Talking Luft cap, Casket Capolino, will drop. Make sure you get across and subscribe to find out when it's going to be dropped so you can get your hands on it first. If there's any leftover, the rest of you will get some too. Big thanks goes out to Lara behind the scenes, helping organize the podcast. 
big inspiration behind the Talking Wolf Cap 2. She was the one who came up with this idea. Of course, Will Jones who puts this episode together. But last and definitely not least, Rafa, who is making this podcast happen this year. So a massive thanks goes out to them, guys. Well, until next week, guys, cheers. The music in this episode was composed by Pete Shelley. Cheers, mate.